Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Through My Lens. I'm your host, Karen Jackson. And Through My Lens podcast is an opportunity for us to talk to leaders and individuals who do not let their setbacks, challenges, or their circumstances define who they are and what they can accomplish. This afternoon, I am so honored to be uh, sitting here and talking to uh, a lady who has a mission and a purpose that I think you want to know about and to see how you can help her make a difference in the lives of so many of our single parents here at in the Miami Valley as well as in the Dayton area. And that is Mrs. Denise Hinton. She is the founder and CEO of Single Parents Rock. And so I'm so excited to have you as a guest today. How are you? Good afternoon, Ms. Jackson. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. So I am, uh, I wanted to talk to you because, um, you know, one of the things that uh, domestic violence is something that is very near and dear to my heart. I had a, a very, very dear friend of mine uh, get murdered um, as a result of domestic violence. And so this is something that is always um, in the forefront of my mind and anything that I can do to raise awareness or um, do anything I can do to help make an impact, I want to do that. And so when I met you and learned about your organization, Single Parents Rock, um, I just knew I wanted to have you on to talk about um, your mission and your purpose and how other people can make an impact. You know, this is a serious issue. We know that uh, and just in talking to you, I learned that from November to January, that is one of the highest rates for domestic violence. And one in three and one in four, one in three women and one in four men, according to national statistics, um, has have had some experience with domestic violence with an intimate partner. And so that's some really serious numbers. And so I wanted you to, to come on and talk about what are you doing um, during this time to help the people during this elevated time? But I also want to know, how did you get started? Single Parents Rock um, basically was started in my home. Um, we started out um, January 2019, um, basically in my home. Um, we went from, um, I'm sorry, we went from um, my home to an attorney's office, from an attorney office to the space that we're in now. Okay. Single Parents Rock has been dear to my heart because I was a child um, going through domestic violence with my mom, who is now a, a survivor from my father. Um, and I always knew that I wanted to do something to help domestic violence victims and mm -hmm. also domestic violence victims' children. So Single Parents Rock um, has always been in my forefront, just did not know how it will come um, to pass. So this okay. is where we are now with Single Parents Rock. Okay, so tell me, um, how did, when did you decide that, okay, I need to not just 
be an advocate doing because you were doing this kind of work pr prior to you starting your organization. Is that correct? Absolutely. I started at a local agency in 2016. Um, when I started at that local agency, it was for me to basically basically get my foot wet um, to learn the ins and outs of um, some of the areas that I didn't have experience in um, with domestic violence. When I started out at the agency, I started off as a just an, a regular advocate. Um, I got my hours in in 2017 that I was able to apply for my registered advocacy license um, in 2017. Mm -hmm. I obtained my um, registered advocacy through the um, through the state um, of Ohio um, to be able to assist domestic violence victims. Okay, okay. And, and so tell us exactly what services uh, can people take advantage of through your organization? Single Parents Rock provides court advocacy services, which means we will go to court with a victim and advocate for that victim. And not only advocate for that victim, but um, support that victim. A lot of times it's very, very scary for our victims to have to walk into a courtroom and see their abuser. Um, sometimes it's very, not sometimes, but all the times, all the time, it can, it can be intimidating for some of our victims that they get there and say, hey, I don't wanna do it because I have to face my abuser. And right, right then we're there to support um, our victims and walk them through the court process, walk them through um, being able to express um, themselves and let them know what is, what is to be expected during this um, court procedure. Okay. And so tell me also, has I'm some sorry. of your, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, not only do we provide court advocacy, we provide transportation, which mm. means if a victim cannot get to court um, due to a domestic violence, human trafficking, or a sexual assault case, we will transport that victim to court. Not only will we transport a victim to and from court, we will also transport a victim up to a 250 mile radius if our local YWCA is full. Um, Everyone knows domestic violence has been on the rise since the pandemic, but really during the holidays um, as well, um, domestic violence is up. Um, so a lot of times due to the demand of the YWCA um, of Dayton, our local YWCA is full. And at that point, we are willing to transport a victim to an out-of-county shelter or to a safe house, whether that be a family or friend's house. And that was what my next question to you uh, was going to be, is that have you saw the need for your services or has your services had to change a little bit due to the pandemic and an increase in maybe the different types of needs? Have you seen different types of needs uh, change during the pandemic? During the pandemic, we have seen different needs um, change. We have victims who are um, not not really ready to leave right now um, because of the fact that they're trying to get first month's rent, um, utility deposits, um, get the um, get the paperwork that they need for them and their children, such as birth certificates, social security cards. Um, they try to, a, a lot of victims right now, I ain't gonna say a lot of victims. Some victims right now are just not ready to walk out their doors and leave their abuser. They're 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 doing safety planning with us, trying to figure out what their next um, 
what their next move will be. Okay. Okay. Um, we also provide um, safety planning and we mm -hmm. also pr provide um, support groups. Um, we started our, um, we started back after the pandemic as of Tuesday um, that every Tuesday we will have a support group. Um, come January, we're um, also starting a financial class, which means we will assist victims who are going through domestic violence, human trafficking, and sexual assault get their credit um, credit together, which means disputing things with the credit bureaus, budgeting, um, working on um, getting the basic financial utensils to be able to get them to the next level, whether their goal be to purchase a home, whether their goal be, I just need extra extra money um, at the end of the month, whether it's um, I'm trying to um, get a new car with a low interest rate. Um, my abuser has taken my car. I'm in need of transportation right now. So we're working with those individuals, with whatever their financial goal is, that we'll be able to assist them to meet that. Oh, that sounds awesome. That is sound. And that's so important, especially during these times. I mean, we all have had challenges during the pandemic. Um, and I think that uh, then you add that type of um, issue on top of it, it just really makes it difficult. And especially um, during the um, times when you really might need help the most, you may not be able to reach out because of people still trying to protect themselves and as far as being uh, not exposed to the virus. So that just creates more of an isolation issue. Um, I want I wanted to address one issue to and and you can add to that if you if you like. I wanted to add when you mentioned about a person not being ready to to leave. Um, what advice would you give someone who is at that point that they know they need to do something but they don't know what to do and they may not be ready to leave? I always advise our victims. You know your abuser better than anyone. Sometimes it's not always feasible or they may not have the means right there, right then to leave, which means sometimes they don't have tr the transportation piece. Um, sometimes their abuser is the one watching the kids while, while um, the victim is working. So if she leaves or he leaves right now, guess what? I don't have childcare. If I leave um, right now, I may not have transportation um, to get back and forth to work once I do leave. So I always tell my victims, nobody knows your domestic violence situation better than you. My job is to support you. So if you feel like right now um, it's not... Um, feasible for me to leave right now. I want to get a, a, a protection order in place before I leave. It's my job as an advocate to walk you through that process. And sometimes it, it's not even um, feasible for a client or a victim to be able to get a, um, a protection order because that sets the abuser off. It, 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 it triggers um, the abuser. So right now it may not be um, feasible for our victim to get a CPO right now. It may not be feasible for our victim to leave right now. So my job as a registered advocate is to walk them through the process where they are right now. And that is to meet them where they are. So uh, do also, you, okay, go ahead. 
I also Never. want to go back to um, you asked me what the other um, need may be um, that I've seen during the pandemic. I yes. have seen affordable housing. Right now, we are struggling with getting our victims into affordable housing. Um, there's a thing going on that um, our victims or or, or um, not just victims of domestic violence, but people have to make three times their rent. Right now, our victims are, are fleeing with nothing. Some of our victims don't even have jobs. So right now, I am seeing an, a, 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 a need in affordable housing for our victims. Wow. I, you know, you didn't even, I wouldn't even think about that. Um, and I think now that's even more important because you have the winter coming and, and things like that. So what can someone do in those circumstances? We ask that they reach out to their local domestic violence agencies. Um, Single Parents Rock is always here to serve um, whatever your need is. Um, we say domestic violence, human trafficking, and sexual assault. But if we can, ex if we can um, assist in other areas, it may not be a service that we render, but maybe we can refer you out. We just ask that you contact us. You don't have to contact us by phone. You can email us. You can reach out to us um, through text message. So it's basically um, whatever we can do to serve our victims. Um, we're here to serve them. And we and we thank you for the work that you're doing. We know it's not easy. I, I wanted to also ask you: Do um, we've been talking about you know the impact of the pandemic, and um, and then with the holidays coming, um, what kind of needs are you seeing uh, that are really things that people in the community can come and help single parents rock meet the needs of people during this holiday season? and folks um, who may be suffering from domestic violence. Right now, our huge need has been um, adopting a family. Um, we have victims that are just simply not working right now, have just left their abuser. Um, we're, we're in need of, um, you know, community leaders to adopt a family. We're in need of um, gas cards, um, food cards, um, we are in need of monetary. Um, if you can just donate, um, it doesn't matter if it's $5, $10, $100. We're in need of those because we have family members that are in hotels um, because our local shelters are full and we cannot get them in. So monetary um, to be able to not only maybe pay for a hotel stay, but transportation to and from court. Um, we're in need of um, personal hygiene um, things, diapers, formulas, um, things that um, victims may need by just leaving with the clothes on their backs, toothbrush, toothpaste, um, the, the, the simple hygiene, the simple things for um, to be able to, um, yeah, to the simple things to be able to um, um, what was I about? To, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. That's um, okay. The simple things, you know, um, what we take for granted: um, toothbrush, toothpaste, diapers, um, formula, wipes, um, uh, Ziploc freezer bags, um, because we wow. make up these little bags uh, for victims that have personal hygiene stuff in there, lotion, deodorant, things that a victim may need um, in a hotel. Okay. Okay. And how can someone, if they 
would like to make a donation of any of those items, how can they get those items to you? Um, you all can reach out to us. Our after hours line is open and running 24 hours, seven days a week. That number is 937-469-8007. You all can call us with any donations, any monetary. You can go in on our website and you all can donate. Um, and our website is um, Single Parents Rock. Um, www.singleparentsrock.org. So you can go into our um, website and be able to donate. You all can simply call the number. We'll come pick it up, um, whatever it is that you are trying to donate. Okay, great. And we will make sure that we include that information uh, that you just uh, provided. We'll make sure we include it at the bottom of this video. And I wanted to ask you uh, if we've been talking about you know, with the holidays and being an increase in cases of domestic violence, what would you say to a woman or a man who find themselves in a domestic violence situation during the holidays? I would advise that they get out. Um, you never know when someone, this may be your last time. Um, you never know when that person is at the level where, you know, this is it. You know, if nothing else, reach out to your local domestic violence agencies. Reach out to us um, to see what we can do um, to assist you, whether it's leaving, whether it's safety planning, whether it's you just needing um, diapers just for the rest of the week um, to get through. Whatever your need is, reach out to your local domestic violence um, agencies um, for whatever help you may need. You don't, you, 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 you. you you don't know what somebody can help with until you ask. And I think that's so important because sometimes, um, and I think that's with any situation, sometimes you mm -hmm. feel alone and you, you're not real sure how to, or if you even feel safe enough. A lot of domestic violence um, folks are just, you know, feeling unsafe, like you said, feeling they don't know if this could be, you know, the you know, a very critical situation. So uh, you mentioned about after hours and I want to talk to you. You mentioned there's some after hour, there's a service for you. And I know there's a hotline. Do you have that information that you can share? If people just want to have a conversation during this time. Yes. Even if you're not ready to leave and you say, hey, I'm going through X, Y, Z, you can feel free to call our um, hotline number at 937 469-8007. Someone answers that call 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, holidays, Christmas day, um, that hotline is open. The, the day before Christmas, that, that hotline is open. The day after Christmas, that hotline is open. Even when our office is closed those three, three days, our after hours um, line is fully staffed for um, a victim to call in. Whatever questions, whatever concerns you may have, whether it's, um, hey, I just need to talk. Um, we're here to serve. We're here, we're here to answer any questions that you have. We're here to assist in any way that we can. And, and we thank you so much uh, for that. Um, and 
if you we'd love to have you come back at any point in time and share information let us know how we can continue to so, uh, support with your work and keep us abreast of, of how the community has responded uh, during the pandemic and how we may be able to continue uh, to assist. Um, I, I'll let you have the final comments or say that you'd like to express. Um, the one thing I did want to ask you, though, mm -hmm. is for a person, if they're not sure that they're in a violent, you know, maybe the person's not physically assaulting them. But what are some signs that you can leave uh, with the audience to share, to maybe to maybe open their eyes to see maybe there are some things or some patterns that they should be looking for? One of the major things I see is isolation. Um, if someone is trying to um, keep you from your family, keep you from your friends, that's a red flag. Um, I always say a red flag too is if some play fighting, that's a red flag. A lot of times an abuser is trying to see how, how far you're going to allow them to go. Um, so I always say two of the main things is isolation, um, controlling. Um, if, you know, you have on something and, you know, you can't wear that. Um, that's controlling. Um, whether you might feel comfortable in that, that might be what you want to wear and you should be able to wear that. No one should be able to control you. Um, that's a red flag. Um, like I said previously, not being able to be around family, friends, you know, no, you, you can't go with your uh, mom today. You can't go with your sister today. Um, no, I need you here. Um, that is, those are red flags. Um, verbal, you know, calling you out your name. That's that that's a red flag. Those are red yeah. flags. And we thank you for for giving that because that that those are so they seem so simple and is maybe some things we just brush off. Um, but like you said, it's things we need to look at those red flags and see if there's more to the story that we need to do. So, Ms. Hinton, I thank you so much. Um, I don't know if you have any final comments or anything else you'd like to add to the conversation, but we just thank like, you. Just like to say thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate those that have supported and is supporting Single Parents Rock. We're so grateful um, for those that share. Um, we're in our going into our third year, and um, God is good um, mm -hmm. in spite of everything. Um, We've been, we opened up a year before the pandemic. We sustained during the pandemic and we're sustaining now. So I just, I really just, I give all praises to God for where we are, where single parents is, where we are right now. Um, I'm grateful. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't think that we would make it through the pandemic, but we are here. We're in our. We are in a building. We went um, into our new building last October, so we've been in our building now a year and two months, and we're just looking. Um, we're look. We're looking forward to 2022. So I again, I thank everyone that has supported Single Parents Rock and our mission, and also our staff and um, people like you that um, that have us on on, on their uh, shows and podcasts. There's a lot of people that support us and we're so we're so grateful. And we are so grateful. As I said before, we do know that if you've been 
impacted in any kind of way with domestic violence, you know that this is a, first of all, it may be a taboo issue. People don't always want to talk about it, um, but, but it's also something that is very prevalent in a lot of families. And we just appreciate people like you and others in the community who are really trying to help people to live their best lives and to not be you know, confined to these controlling situations. That's in no way God intended for any of our lives to be. And we just thank you for showing them that light and that they can continue to uh, do what God has purposed them to do. So we really appreciate the hard work that you do to make that possible. Thank you. One more thing too, Karen, it's holiday sure. season. Absolutely. Um, those of us that been through uh, been through domestic violence, those of us that may have family, friends that's been through domestic violence, they're not always going to come out and say, hey, I'm being verbally, I'm being um, mentally, I'm being physically abused by my abuser. It's holiday time. Guess what we do at holiday time? We get together with family, friends, um, our neighbors. I'm asking that everyone pay attention. We don't always um, pay attention. Um, our victims don't always come out and say, hey, I need help. Sometimes we have to pay attention and listen to the needs um, of our family members, of our friends, um, coworkers. Um, right now I'm asking everybody, just pay attention. Um, sometimes again, like I said, we don't. some people don't even know that they're in domestic mm -hmm. violence situations. So sometimes we as friends, we as family members, we literally have to pay attention and don't say mm -hmm. to a victim, if a victim comes to you and say, hey, I'm in a abusive situation. Our biggest thing is all you gotta do is leave. Why you won't leave? You don't have to tolerate that. You know, um, those are not good things to say mm -hmm. um, to victims. So just pay attention, um, be careful with your words. Be careful what you say to a victim and always remember, be careful how you treat people. You never know when it may, um, when, when somebody's at their breaking point. Absolutely. That's so well said. And, you know, and I think that's a good point, too, that you mentioned because you mentioned isolation um, as a, a red flag. And so, you know, like you said, in this season, as we're getting together with our loved ones, Pay attention to those that may not be in the room. There may be a reason um, that they're not there. And so checking on those family members and, and just making sure they're okay. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. And I look forward to getting together in 2022 and uh, seeing how we can continue to impact the lives in Miami Valley. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great afternoon and Merry Christmas. Absolutely. You and your family. Thank you. God bless. You too.